Welcome back to another episode of The Provocative Podcast. All right, guys, today is a what would Jazzy do situation. So before we get into all the honestly really good questions or things you guys wrote to me on Instagram yesterday, let's do our intro as always. So the 5K run was this past Saturday. Like I told you guys, it was canceled. So we ended up doing a virtual run at the park with a couple of girlfriends. Listen, ladies. Some of you ladies stood me up, okay? I literally bought, I bought like a big ass Chick-fil-A platter for breakfast for everyone to have afterwards. And there was so much left over because so many of you girls said, oh, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'll be there. Crickets, no one showed up. So um, yeah, some of my friends just showed up and we ran it together, ate some breakfast and then just um, worked out afterwards. But um, overall it was fun. Do I wish I would have had the experience of doing the actual 5K? Yes, will I be doing another 5K? Um, Not anytime soon, to be honest, like I said, trying to balance running with spin and my training was just way too intense. I was just, it's too much. So I kind of have to pick running or spin. And honestly, I like running for fun. I like running when I need to clear my head, but I like spin for the um, discipline. So I like to do spin every week. It's something that I feel like I am very disciplined and can do every week, whereas running, it's a little bit more, you have to be more self-motivated to actually go and run every single day by yourself, and I just prefer spin. I like telling, someone telling me what to do, zoning out, and like literally it's just me in the class for 45 minutes. Um, I went this morning, super good class, um, we've been waking up really early because Chris has had to do fasted cardio, so um, our, not really early, like 5, 6, but like 7 a.m., that's early to us, but um, yeah, it's it, it's been great. Um, also we are going to be launching or I'm going to be launching, uh, some merch for the provocative ladies. So make sure that you guys are on the Instagram page and following us on Instagram. I'll announce the uh, launch date there. I'm thinking next week, um, with Chris's show this week, that's been the main priority. And, um, yeah, I'm going to take some content. There's two t-shirts launching. Um, the one that I'm wearing, if you guys are watching through YouTube, it's like a uh, nude tan color. It has SDDD on the front, which stands for same dick, different day. We talked about that. Or as Arelli said, same dildo, different day for all you single ladies. And then it has the provocative um, just logo on, a ba- on the back. And then the other one's a cream with a blue, simple provocative logo on the front for you ladies who like just simple. I like simple stuff sometimes too. So um, yeah, those are two of the shirts that are launching. I have a lot of plans for merch. If you guys have anything, any suggestions that you guys want me to launch, let me know. I think next time will be a mug or a shaker or something like that. So something cool um so yeah let me know if you guys want anything specific for merch but i'm really excited so i hope you guys are excited about the uh, merch launch and then lastly we will be traveling to dallas this weekend because chris competes saturday so um i don't think we're gonna have a lot of time or not literally no downtime but in case we do dinner if you guys are from dallas or know of any restaurants in dallas or anything we have to like for sure go and try please dm me because i'm a big foodie and i know chris would appreciate the the food request so yeah dallas this weekend um and that's pretty much it guys i just wanted to give you guys a little intro of what uh you know i've been up to and stuff so all right 
Let's get into <laughs> what would Jazzy do? So I really like these girls. I really like uh, when you guys ask me, like, like the main purpose of it is like, if you guys are going through a situation or want my guidance or like, just want to know my input, this is what it's for. Um, but some of you girls are, get really creative. So I have a few on here. Hopefully it doesn't take too long. And then I have like some actual stories that girls want me to like actually solve. So um, let's get into it. All right. Number one, I have down. What would Jazzy do? If she started her period in the middle of sex with the guy you were starting to date. Okay. If I knew, I feel like with my body, I kind of know when I'm about to start my period. Um, so I would probably just stay away from having sex. If I were to start my period in the middle of sex, I don't know. I don't think I would be too embarrassed just because I feel like it's such a natural thing. And I would really hope that the guy would not make me feel uncomfortable about starting my period if he's trying to like hit it he better not be feeling uncomfortable about period obviously depending on the guy we could keep going or we would stop if it was chris he'd probably be like okay i'll get out of my house um but uh yeah so it would just depend on the guy if he would want to keep going or if he wanted to stop but i think it's like it happens it's happened to my friends all the time and like it's just a natural thing sometimes it just you know it it happens what are you gonna do it's not, i don't think it's anything to like be ashamed about so i would either like just be like oops i'm on my period go you know take care of it or keep going all right uh, number two there's chemistry what would jasmine do okay there's chemistry i guess she's she's thinking about dating this guy there's chemistry but he is much older 13 years older would you do it um yeah I, to be honest, I like older men and depending on how old you are, um, you just have to make sure that you are in a place in your life that, um, you and him would be compatible at, because if you are still in the parting phase or you're in your young twenties and you feel like you haven't experienced life, when you start dating someone that much older, he's probably already experienced that he's done with that. So depending on the guy, you might have to sacrifice, some things because maybe that guy is older. He doesn't want to go out and party. He, you know, he's done that. He wants to stay in and it is hard. Um, that would be like a hard situation if you're at a phase in your life where you're not done with that, unless, you know, he's up for it, unless he's up for fun and stuff. But I will say like in the beginning, a guy like that will probably be up for fun, but eventually, you know, I, I think someone like if you're in your mid twenties and he's like, almost going on to 40, he might be a guy who's ready to settle down. So those are just some things that you have to think about, see if you guys are compatible in that way. But if you guys have chemistry and there is a vibe and you think that, you know, it might have a chance to work out, why not try it? I mean, I feel like I personally would always, if I was single now, I would want to date older men, not younger men. I just can't do with the immaturity. And I feel like older men, you know, they know what they want, they're experienced and um, at least, you know, I would hope. And um, yeah, so I would give it a try. All right. So a married, what would Jazzy do if a married guy is hitting you up? What would you do? Um, If I was single or like you're saying, if a married guy hit me up now, I would probably not pay attention to him. I probably do get got married guys in my DMs, but I'm not the type of person like to, if some guy DMs me, like I either ignore it or I reply with a simple thank you, but I don't go onto their page and see if they're married and see if they have families and try to like make them feel shitty. Like I just don't have time for that. Like, I mean, I, I know a lot of girls would like, be like, oh, you're disgusting. Why are you in my DMs? You have a family, but I just don't look too much into it. But if I was single and a married guy was hitting me up, 
Um, and I like knew from like social media, like I looked on his page when he started like talking to me and knew he was married, then I would probably just not, I wouldn't give into that. But I mean, you never know. Sometimes like you do meet guys and you don't ever realize that they're married and you might be deep into like a month into talking to this guy and you formed an, a connection and then you're like, oh shit, well, he's married. What do I do now? And even though, even though we're all here to say, oh, I would never, oh my God, he's married. You know, you're not, you don't ever know what you're going to do unless you're put into that situation. You don't know what that person's feeling. Um, but do I think obviously it's fucked up? Yeah, it's definitely fucked up. Um, but to be honest, married guys reach out to people on social media all the time. I think you're going to, it's, possible you're going to get it at some point or another but um yeah i would just personally i would just ignore it if i know like i said if through dm i know that they were married i would just ignore it leave it alone move on all right um yeah because you oh let me just go back to that because I'm, I'm trying to think if you're single and you keep this married guy entertained where are you going what's going to happen like do you want to be the type of person that ruins a family do you even know what his actual intentions are? Like, do you even think he's going to leave his wife? Like, there's so much stuff that goes into it. That's why I feel like as soon as you find out, it's better to cut off ties and you instead of like developing a, a deeper connection with that person. Because once you develop a connection with a person, it's very hard to say no and to be strong enough to say no. All right. Thoughts on friends with benefits with an ex and remaining friends after a breakup. Um thoughts on friends with benefits with an ex um it kind of goes with like another girl she, I didn't put it on here she asked like what would happen if you and Chris mute like separated on good terms I've told them I feel like him and I have such amazing sex it would be really hard for me to like completely be like no more sex with him so I think I would develop like a friends with benefits kind of thing for a little while with him so I I don't know. Friends with benefits, it's great because you're like used to the sex and the sex is always going to be great because they know you. But at the same time, it could also hurt because you're just being used for sex, especially like if there's a reason you guys broke up and that if that person doesn't want to be with you, then you're just going to end up leaving fucking empty every time you leave that person's house. I, I feel like at least I would. I would feel like empty if I left that person's house and he didn't want to be with me and yet like I still part of me wanted to be with him and I mean sex makes everything so much more complicated but I have told him I'm like well listen if things were never like were to one day not work out like I would still hit you up for sex you would be my booty call he said I would be his booty call too so uh yeah um but I think it, it could be definitely complicated I don't know I don't think you can really remain friends just because I feel like that's just really messy remaining friends with your ex and then like you date someone afterwards. How is that person going to feel that, you know, he's friends with his ex, like that you're friends with your ex. It's just makes it makes everything going forward a lot more complicated, too. And I would think that it would just make the whole healing process of you breaking up with that person a lot more complicated. So, um, yeah. If I dated a guy, if I was actually just dating a guy, not married a guy, and then we broke up, I would probably say no. I wouldn't keep, maybe for a little bit, like I said, for like a month until like you're really at that point where you're like, you know, fuck this. I don't, I need to like completely detach myself. But sometimes it takes some time. Like sometimes you break up with a person and you're still trying to heal with it and you want to still be with that person. So you kind of use like, you know, friends with benefits and sex to kind of like feel a little closer to that person. But then you get to that point where you're like, you know, fuck this. I'm only hurting myself. I have to completely like shut down this relationship in order to move on. And, you know, I think that's part of it, but yeah. 
I, it's just really, really messy if you stay friends. Um, all right, what would Jazzy do if uh, she was single and saw a cute guy at the gym? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I don't think I would be the type to approach a guy. I think that obviously when you're single and you like someone, you kind of get the vibe if they like you back. Like there would probably be like some like eye flirtatious move, like probably between us, I guess. So the guy I would probably give him some hints that I'm interested. And if he doesn't hit on me, then I probably would be like, okay, he's not interested. Or I would probably look into looking at his social media to see if he's in a relationship or something. And then I, I don't mind making the first move. I wouldn't mind making the first move, like being like, hey, I see you at the gym, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know if I could make the first move in person. I would just kind of, like I said, establish the fact that I think, you know, there's some like chemistry between us so he thinks he knows i'm interested or like even like smile at him a little bit but i don't think i would be the first one to make the move and go up to him in person but i think that's what i would do all right so been dating someone for 10 years and then you meet someone who god is saying is your soulmate and then i put one down that kind of goes with it it says stay in a relationship or take a chance with someone else who's just lucky enough a millionaire um, for the person that's saying been dating someone for 10 plus years and you meet someone who God is saying is your soulmate, why do you think God is saying he's your soulmate? Like what makes you think that he's your soulmate? Because I feel like that's a very complicated issue. If, if you are truly unhappy with your significant other that you're in the relationship that you are in right, right now, currently, then I would say like, you know, you could explore that, but I think first and foremost, ending a relationship and jump into another relationship is really complicated and you don't truly heal. And I will say the grass is not always greener on the other side. It may seem greener sometimes, you know, you get caught up, you get riled up in like the what ifs and what would happen, but it's not always greener. So that my question to you is you need to ask yourself why you think that this person is your your soulmate have you spent time with him do you even do you truly know this person or you're just feeling like an instant chemistry or attraction or lust because that's completely different so i would really take a look into your relationship and ask yourself am i happy in the relationship that in the relationship that i'm in and if you're not then break up with that person but i wouldn't jump i wouldn't do it because you think this other person's your soulmate without even having a clue if if that person is or not look at your relationship. If there's things that are missing, break that relationship off. Even if it's 10 years, like, I mean, length doesn't matter. Sometimes people grow apart guys and it's just time to like, you know, part ways. So if you're unhappy with a relationship, end it, but don't just end it to start something new without being like a hundred percent sure that that's what you want. Because like I said, this person that you think is your soulmate because of the 20 minute interaction you may have had with that person is not who that person actually is. So make sure that you don't make a mistake and fall into the, the lust and the, the, the instant attraction without actually knowing who that person is. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's your decision, but I would look into my personal relationship first and ask myself, do I still want to be in this? And if not, then take some time. And then obviously you can experiment with the other relationship, but yeah. Um, all right. And then for the person saying, stay in a relationship or take a chance with someone else. Um, 
even though he's a millionaire, I mean, I mean, cool beans that he's a millionaire, but like, I mean, for me, I don't need a man to take care of me. If he's a millionaire, great. Um, but I mean, it depends on, are you happy in the relationship? You just have to ask yourself, are you happy in the current relationship? And if you are, then stay in that relationship. Don't break up this relationship because the grass seems greener on the other side because this guy's a millionaire. So what? This guy could be a millionaire and treat you like complete shit. Like you just need to look into your relationship and see if you're happy. And if you're unhappy, then don't be guilty for for breaking it off and then trying something new. But don't just break it off based on just like, oh, the my my life could be better because you don't know if it could be better. Um, all right. So what would you do if technology shut down? Like, how would you make money? Um, because you know, my life revolves around technology. I, you know, I feel like if technology were to shut down right now, there would be something else. I would be doing whatever is in at the moment. I feel like, um, just knowing like who I am and Chris and I are business wise, but I would still have like my business of some sort. I would either, you know, still have my clothing business or I would be, um, I think an event planner is something I really, really enjoy doing. So I would probably do that. Um, or I would be an interior designer because I love interior design, but those are like two things that I would probably like look into. Maybe even like if, I don't know. I mean, if all technology shut down, like you, there wouldn't be computers and stuff like that. So there's no, I was going to say like, go, I would go back to school and get like a, a graphic design degree just because I feel like out of, all the things business-wise that Chris and I are doing, graphic design is something I wish I was good at because it would be easier to do our own like in-house designs and logos and stuff. But yeah, I think if all technology, computers and everything were down, I would do like event planning because I love it. And you know, you get a good clientele and that's a good ass business or interior designing. Those are the two things that I would really enjoy doing. Um, All right. Let's see if if you introduced your bestie to your friend and then they hang out with you knowing if you introduce your bestie to your friend and then then they hang out without you knowing you're upset about it. So I, I put this in this uh, thing because I feel like a lot of us have dealt with this one at least at some point in our lives like. I feel like we introduce friends and they end up hanging out behind our back. And I feel like it's normal for you to feel upset about that. Thankfully, none of that like that hasn't happened to me since like high school. Like the friends that I have now, they're all cool when they we hang out. But my like my close friend from this side does not hang out from does not hang out with my best friend like from this side. When we get together, they're all great. They're all you know, they get along. We all get along. But I don't know what I, I would definitely be like, not worried, but it would be weird if like I introduce my two girlfriends and then they st- like automatic automatically start hanging out without me. Like that doesn't make sense. They would want to hang out with me. It would be like, for example, Arely and Heba. Heba would be like, "Hey, let's go to dinner. Um, you should invite Arely," and I would invite Arely. But it wouldn't be like Heba and Arely are going to get dinner together. Like that just wouldn't happen. Like I don't think it would happen. It's just it's weird because it's like, okay. If they hit it off, why didn't they let me know they hit it off? Like, I don't know. I, I, I would feel some type of way about it. And I think that you, I think anyone would be upset about that. And I think you should ask your friend like, Hey, I just find it weird that you guys like not didn't specifically go behind my back to hang out with each other, but that I wasn't included, even though like I am the main reason that you guys 
met and obviously you both are my friends so you have to like me so if you're hanging out without me it's just kind of weird why is there there's got to be a reason why they're hanging out without you it just I don't know for me it just screams like red flag from like the previous relationships I've had like I'm like if both of those girls are my good friends and I introduce them why would we not all three hang out why would what is the need for them two to hang out without me. Like, I don't know. It's, it is weird. So I, I think you have every right to be upset about it. And I would bring it up. I'm like, I'm not like super confrontational, but I am that type of person that if something's bothering me, I would just ask, just ask. And if they give you, if they're sketchy about it, then girl, one of those friends is not who they claim to be. All right. And last one, before we go into our personal stories, what would you do if you're out in the club and a girl grabs Chris's balls? Um, I, <laughs> I don't really see that happening. Um, but I would probably smack a bitch in the face. <laughs> I think I would. I think it just depends on the situation. Like if it was done in front of me, I would probably like push her or something. And like, I would, I, I would probably be a little aggressive and be like, what the hell? But if it was like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know what instance that would happen, but I probably would be aggressive and like start a scene and fight the bitch. Cause I think that's really inappropriate for any girl. In what situation would you ever go up to a guy and grab his balls? I just think that's really, really weird. Like, I don't know. There was this one time a girl did, um, she was super drunk though. And I wasn't paying too much attention. And Chris was like across the table from me and we were all with friends and she goes up to him behind him like so he's like looking at me like facing me right but there's like distance but he's having a conversation with other people and this girl comes up behind him and like basically puts him like in a chokehold like she grabs him and like around his neck and like is trying to hug him and I I don't know if she was trying to kiss his neck or what but he I turn over and all I see is him like go like this and like push her off of him like really hard and he pushed her like he's like get off me and it was so like I looked and I was like what what is happening right now I'm like what is going on and then she was really drunk and she kept trying to grab him and he like just grabs her really hard and like doesn't push her again but like keeps like arm distance between them and then her friend like grabs her and is like I'm so sorry she's so drunk but at that point I didn't have any like I don't know. I, I was, it was, I was too slow. So I didn't have like a quick reaction. I was just kind of like, what the hell? And at the end of the day, when I saw her friend grab her, you could tell that that girl was completely like just hammered. She had no idea who Chris was. And I think she was just like grabbing onto him. Who knows? But if someone purposely did it, I would definitely fight a fight a bitch. I, I definitely would. Um, funny story. I'll end this before I get into the personal stories on my phone. Um, a few weeks ago, some girl was like making a move at Chris at the gym and uh it was just me and him working out that day it's funny it's always like the times that our friends aren't working out with us and he texts me which i love my man guys he texts me when a girl is hitting on him okay he texted me i was on the leg press machine and he was like hey just letting you know there's this girl floating around me and i can tell like she's just floating around me everywhere i go and i was like all right bitch let me see who you are let me see and so i had seen her previously and um so I knew where he was. So I look over and I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, she's just like everywhere. She, he's like texting me. He's like, yeah, she's every like everywhere I go. Like I literally just went across the gym and she's like here next to me, not even doing anything, like just standing on her phone, like getting like closer and closer to like my stuff. And I'm like, 
what the fuck? So I end my set, right? And he's like looking at me from across the gym. Again, we're like from across the gym, right? And this girl is standing next to him. Like her bag is literally inches from his bag. She's not even working out. Like she's not even doing the exercise like at that machine because it was actually a machine. It wasn't like a freeway. And she's like, you can tell, you know what I mean, girls? You could tell she was like waiting to get hit on. Like she was on her phone and like literally like probably like three feet away from him. And so I make my way over there, right? And he's looking at me like directly across the gym, like, cause he sees me, cause he sees that I'm coming to him. He's looking at me and that girl looks at him and is like, kind of like, okay, what the hell is he looking at? So he, she looks at him and then she looks at me and we make direct eye contact. And I swear to God, I just stared her down the entire literally walk across the gym. I like stared at her and gave her the meanest look of my life. And just like with my eyes told her like, you don't want to go there, bitch. You do not want to go there. And what's crazy to me is that this bitch had balls. Okay. This girl had balls because she typically, if you realize that, like, if you're hitting on a guy or whatever, and you realize that he's with someone like her instinct should have been like, oh shit, that's probably his girlfriend or wife. Let me look the other way and grab my shit and go. Or let me look the other way, pretend I'm on my phone and sit or do something. Oh no. She kept the eye contact. She kept looking at me and was like, just like not going to lose the eye can't eye contact. I literally got like probably like five feet from her, rolled my eyes, made her look, looked her up and down, made her look stupid. And then went to Chris and like kissed him in the mouth. And I was like, and she, you could tell she was just kind of looking from the corner of her eye. And I was like, this bitch, she really going to do that. And I just like, I mean, Chris and I just kind of laughed about it. I went over there, claimed my man because he's my man. I got nothing to be ashamed for claiming my man. Kissed him, patted his little butt, went about, did my stuff. And then he moved. He like finished his set where he was, went to the cables. Little girl right behind him, literally set up in the cable next to him. At that point, I saw, like I saw and I just laughed. And she saw that I laughed and I just laughed or whatever. I laughed it off and then I finished my workout and then met up with him. But yeah, that happened. So what would you girls do if that <laughs> was your man and that girl did something? Obviously, I would never want to pick up a fight at the gym or something like that. I'm like, yeah, I'm jealous, but I don't think I'm to that extreme. And especially like the gym is my my safe place. I don't want to be in a fight. I represent, you know, dark sport. I represent, you know, my company and everything. And I don't ever want to be like, oh, like I think on a fight with this girl, like no, it's not, it's not worth my time, but I just had to, you know, make her know that she wasn't going to fuck with me today. Uh, but all right, guys. So let's do our personal stories. Um, I only have two. So, uh, these two girls reached out to me and they really, really wanted my, um, opinion on this and they're kind of long. So one of them says, all right, my best friend and I have been best friends for over 15 years. We were only 15 when we met and this year we turned 31. So they've been friends for a little while. We've always had a great balance as to who pays for what when we go out, taking turns, each other's drinks or gas or whatever else. Until last year for a festival where I continued paying for things like drinks and food and a golf cart ride from the parking to the location. So I let her have a good time and I just thought we'll deal with it later. She had driven us to the festival and had bought me some gems and glitter. So I thought, well, it's fine. I'll just call it even. She later becomes petty and goes on to charge me for gas and for parking. And she's upset saying everything is separate. She doesn't want to call it even. She goes as far as saying she'll never pay for shit, pay shit for me, which she doesn't have to because I have my own money. 
It's pretty petty and I stopped talking to her because I hate to argue for was for what was a $16 difference. I, I thought we were above this type of relationship. Anyone who counts dollars, what did she say? Anyone who got anyone who counts dollars has always been a pet peeve of mine. Anyways, I got engaged and married and her baby and her birthday passed during these months that we stopped talking. When I was going to be proposed to my husband, when I was going to be proposed to my husband, he contacted her trying to see if she wanted to be part of it, but she said she had COVID and that she had, and she's never congratulated me or reached out or nothing. My birthday is coming up and it's just so crazy to, to think that the sisterhood has really ended over a few dollars. What would you do, Jazz? Would you be the bigger person or would you let the friendship take its course and end here? I just think it's kind of crazy to me that like she would get so upset and offended over the money situation. I think I think there's always you always there's always a way to communicate things. You don't ever want to lose a relationship with someone without communicating first what happened. Um cuz that's like the worst way to end things with someone unless like you're completely done with them. But I would to be honest, I would have reached out to her personally and like been like, hey, let's grab a cup of coffee and then like, or hey, can you come over and like talk about it and actually just be like, be like vulnerable. There's no like sense in lying. There's no sense of hiding anything. Like, I think you should just come out and be like, hey, like the reason I was offended that you were asking for parking and for gas is because, you know, I paid for all this stuff and I'm happy to do it because you're my best friend and I love you. But you know, it does make me feel some type of way when I'm doing this for you and I pay for things and I just let it go. But then you're going to charge me on this. Like it just, it doesn't seem right. Even though, even though I will say that if she didn't ask you to pay for things, you shouldn't pay for things because you're assuming that and you shouldn't expect anything back. If I'm going to pay for my friend's dinner and if we go out and I want to pay for her ice cream, that doesn't mean I expect her to cover me next time or to pay for other things because at the end of the day like if I'm going out of my way to pay for something for her it's because I genuinely want to and I expect nothing in return and I do I probably I do see where she's coming from where it's like if a, go, a whole group of you went on this trip and she's trying to get, divide gas money or whatever because gas is expensive she included you in it she's probably like well you know I didn't ask you to pay for my drinks and stuff so you know, this is separate from that, which, you know, I think is fair, but I think where you probably bit yourself in the ass is paying for stuff without her asking to, I think from, I think you should definitely reach out to her, tell her where you're coming from. Hopefully you guys can patch things up, pay the, pay the $16 or whatever you owe. Like it's fucking $16. Let go of your pride. If you really want to save that friendship and then going forward, now you know that you're not going to pay for her stuff, right? And everything's going to be split even. And I think just let her know that. Be like, hey, I truly genuinely love our relationship and our friendship, but, you know, and I don't want this to happen again, this misunderstanding. So from here on out, we'll just, you know, we won't pay for each other. Like I'll pay for myself. You pay for yourself. That way there's nothing misinterpreted, right? Because it's a 15 years is a long time. And unless there's other reasons why you guys can't be friends, I don't see why you guys can mend things and communicate, right? There's, I saw this quote the other day where it's like, you don't want to end a relationship without, you don't want to end a relationship friendship due to miscommunication, right? So it's always best to communicate with the person because you don't ever know what that person is feeling. And, you know, she may be butthurt because she's not seeing the, what things, she might be seeing something that you obviously didn't see. So 
communicate with her, invite her out for coffee, for brunch or whatever. And like, actually be like, Hey, I would love to talk to you. Let's get, let's really like, just talk about what happened because I want to save our relationship. And if, especially if you want her to be part of your birthday and you know, your wedding, cause you know, you did say you got engaged. So I think it's worth, um, you reaching out to her. Sometimes you do have to be the bigger person, right? And it's not necessarily being the bigger person. It's just miscommunication, miscommunication happened. So, um, yeah. So, all right. So one more, this girl says, oh, actually two more. All right. Jazzy, I just thought of something amazing of what I would love to hear from you. How much does it actually cost for fitness influencers to have photo shoots inside the gym for their IG? It's for sure got to be an investment. I think most people might assume their friend is doing their photography, videography for them for free. And I'm not talking iPhone photos and videos. And maybe that's, and maybe that is the case. I don't know, girlfriend, you tell me, let me know what you think. I love you so much. All right. So I think it depends. Um, you know, it depends on every situation. Like if you have a friend, sometimes I'll have my friends record me through their phone and obviously it's free right now. I do pay someone to come and record me at the gym. Um, I pay her $50 for each day that she records me. Um, so yeah, it can get like not crazy expensive, but that's like 600 bucks. I'm paying her a month to record my videos, my, my, um, workout videos three times a week. Um, but before that, like if you have friends, sometimes like if it's a a photo shoot at the gym, it could be like a trade-off. Like they'll reach out to me and be like, Hey, I would love to shoot you at the gym, like in exchange for you to post a photo. And so I'll post it for free. And then I get the free pictures. But if I'm doing like a specific photo shoot for me, it just depends on the time and what all I want. If I want, uh, you know, and a workout edit, I pay according to that photographer's price. Um, but it does get expensive if you're not doing a trade for trade. So like I said, sometimes it's a trade for trade. Um, right now with my team, which is Art and Brittany, I, I get a really good, I love them so much. They help me out so much. Sometimes they don't want to charge me for the stuff they do. Um, but it, it can get expensive if you want, you're wanting everything super duper professional and you're wanting someone else to do it. But there's always guys, you can always take your own camera to the gym and record your content. You just set it up in a tripod. Obviously it's more work, but it can be done for, you know, for free you just invest in a good camera and then you obviously are the one that's going to have to edit everything. But yeah, it just depends on what exactly you want. But yeah, depending on the photo shoots, it can obviously get expensive. All right. Last one. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let me find it. Sorry. All right. This one says I am the esthetician of color where I work. I know I get I get paid the least. This is a six figure job, but I've yet to hit my six figures. I started my own business two and a half years ago and it's finally picking up. I hesitate leaving my nine to five because I need the health insurance. I have lupus. I don't know, Jazzy. I'm at a crossroads. What would you do? I know most people would say focus on growing your business, but it's not that simple with my underlying health conditions. Ultimately, I want to be a businesswoman, just not sure about timing. Give me your boss, babe advice. Well, if you are getting six figures in your job currently and you are, you love what you do, obviously like, unless you're super passionate about what you're going to do business wise and you know, like, okay, like you can afford like not having this six figure job, then I would always say go for your dream. But I think there's always a way for you to work both until you get to the position where you can quit your nine to five job and do your business full time. Um, I think what a lot of people get confused is that they think that 
oh, I got to quit my nine to five job to pursue, pursue my dream. No, guys, I worked three jobs while creating content on Instagram, while training, like, because my training wasn't paying for shit. Like I wasn't making that much money and social media doesn't pay you unless you're with, uh, unless you have sponsorships. So I was working three jobs for a long time, for two years until I could finally quit and focus on my online training full time. And that said, I wasn't making anywhere near a hundred K a year. Um, so I will say, I think that your best bet now, especially with your condition is stay at the job that you currently have and work your ass off when you're off at work for this other job, for your career that you want to do for the, whatever your goal, passionate, I don't, I don't know if they, I don't think you wrote what kind of business you want, but for whatever business that you want, you work from nine to five, you have from five to midnight or wake up at 6am and work on whatever it is that you need to work on. I think, you know, you might be getting, I'm not saying you are, cause I have no idea what you're doing, but don't get comfortable. Don't think that you have to pick one or the other. You can do both. And then when your business takes off and you can, you know, even if it doesn't take off and make you hundred K, but when you're sustainable with your business then you can, then I feel like is a good chance for you to quit. If your business then becomes sustainable and then you can get health insurance through your business, that would be great. Cause I would hate for you to leave your good paying job that I'm assuming you love and is good for your health insurance. And then you're kind of screwed because one, you're not making enough money. And then all the medical bills, guys, medical bills are expensive. I don't have insurance and it sucks ass. Like I literally have to think, okay, do I want to go to the doctor today for this? Or do I just want to suck it up and do it the health way? Like the natural way, because everything is expensive. The last time that I was at the hospital for my um, ovarian cyst, I paid $8,000. Like I did it in payments, but like, fuck. And like, it's it, health insurance is expensive. And especially if you are getting like seeking medical help frequently enough, I mean, health insurance is something that you want to have because then you're going to end up paying a lot more out of pocket than anything. So I would say grind it out, grind it out at least a year or two with your current job and focusing on your business full time on the thing that you want to do. And hopefully by then your business will take off and you can quit your nine to five job. That's what I would do because, um, you know, you gotta, it's what we talked about last week. You know, you gotta make some sacrifices. You gotta sacrifice time. You gotta make sacrifice, you gotta sacrifice time with watching TV or, going out to, to focus on the business that you want. And, you know, if this is, you know, your priority and you're trying to focus on gym work and this, like maybe cut down gym time for an hour, instead of going to the gym five times a week, do three times a week, and then just focus on getting your steps in the other two days. Like, you know, every, we have seasons in our lives and every season is different. And sometimes our goals change and sometimes other goals take priority. So and, and that's okay. What I'm going for is it's okay. Sometimes it's hard to balance your dreams, your nine to five job and your fitness life, but you got to think about what's the most important. What do you want the most, right? And make that your first priority and the rest will follow. And then once you get in a more established part, the other part can, can come out, your fitness goals can come up or whatever it is. So it's okay to go through different phases in your life and have different priorities. But, um, that's what I would do, babe. I would just kill it in both, do my best in both. All my free time would be into growing my business on the side and, you know, still hustle in my nine to five job, especially if I love it. And, um, you are seeing good benefits from it. All that money that you are making, like put it into, you know, the bills, your mortgage and into your business, into your business, into your business. And I think that's a, a good way to be, um, 
you know, expect good successful results, but all right, guys, that is it on what would Jazzy do? I love these. Let me know what you guys think. Um, they're, they're a lot of fun for me to get like outside to think outside the box and what I would do if I was in that situation. Um, but yeah, don't forget to be following the provocative podcast page on Instagram to know the date of the merch drop. I really hope that you guys support. And I just want to say again, always thank you. Thank you so much for always supporting and for all the reposts on your stories. It means so much to me. I really appreciate you guys. And I appreciate all the love that I get from you guys. It truly means the world. So, all right, guys, this is it. And I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.